Welcome back to Backroom Convos. I'm your host, Lesefa M. Daddy Wadi Porn, aka Shoot Your Shot. And maybe you might get a chance to call me Daddy like Cairo. Listen, if you're a fan of pods, stay tuned because you might like what we're cooking. On this week's episode, we are talking everything, Migos. We're talking about Skomoda. We're going to touch on uh, Shabby Shade. We are going to talk, touch on Mr. Beast. We are going to touch on William Ruto, Gatla Hompela. Just to mention a few in this week's episode. How are you feeling, by the way? Are you good? Is it everything? Is everything fine? How was it? How was the morning, even? Because I understand you will see this episode will come later on in the day. So, yeah, my morning was a bit hectic. And yeah, so there's a lot to touch upon to this day. And I do apologize to the people, you know, to the people who were expecting an episode yesterday but we didn't drop none um i was in a good space you know with a friend of mine and you know uh you know there's just a lot of excuses as to why i didn't make that but you know i try my best i'll try my best to like at least release four episodes that was one of like the days that i wasn't i wasn't able to release an episode please do forgive me so i'll start by saying this though uh the song of the day is by j cole the song the, the title of the song is apparently it was released on 2014 2014 as the lead single for the forest hill drive i think it was an amazing album of that year i think at the time i was still doing something like grade 11 grade 10 11 and i really loved apparently i, I, I am a true like jayco fan and i'm sure you've heard a lot of the songs that we mentioned as, as we said as song of the day most of them are like jayco you know like songs like first person shooters sec- uh, secret recipe you know apparently now you could really tell with i'm a really really big fan of j cole and i'm i'm not shy about that you know bro really makes good music and i genuinely like him for for the person that he is outside the studio outside the music he sounds like a very genuine dude and what i like about him as well is that like what he says in the song and what you see in real life it kind of does like you know resonate you're like this person he is who you think he is or like the person that he's preaching in the music you can try to you, you you're trying to see it like you're not trying to see it what's the word you you kind of see it yeah kind of is the word yeah so you kind of see it in the music and it, it, it's it's a reflection you know you can see the reflection in the interviews of the music that he does and the genuinity behind the brand j cole that i love the fact that he never got changed by fame and you know his music has always been real authentic and some might say with the earlier on he might have like lost touch or like be had like got taken by the industry you know because you know i think when you're new to something you, you are like trying to explore to find yourself in that space and i think the most beautiful thing about j cole is that when he was still finding it himself he still he gave us the music of that phase that i'm going through this and can you feel it and a lot of people could resonate that you know a lot of people who were getting women because they had their first jobs he was getting women because he's now j cole who released forest hill drive and black friday night was like 
the 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 black black the black friday nights was like popping and he was getting fame and a lot of people who were going a lot through a lot of things could kind of like resonate with a lot of j cole music in that sense and i'm one of the people who truly am a fan because not only because i think when it came to like lyricism i only paid attention on the later stage I wasn't too big on the on, on the musicality on the lyricism side of things. I was more of a musicality. Sonically, I really like this the, the way the sound was going. I was like, oh, this feels right. I don't know why, but it, it really felt nice to me to to listen to a J Cole music. And at that time, you kind of like listen, listen, and you grasp the lyrics. You become great at it. You, you kind of like have fans at, at some point i had fans shout out to smp he's still a rapper by the way from um fuller south and you know we kind of like when i was in matrix we were sharing like some of the j cole stuff and not even j cole we were sharing like music from kendrick and you know like that's how my circle was with like the people and how i was listening i was consuming music as far as like international hip-hop or local hip-hop because then i was big into that because like i've been like for people who don't know that you know uh at some point i still want to like I, I still am I, I feel which i still am like in my mind a rapper because i still write music and i still like do a lot of the creative stuff that i i did back then i still do now but then i think the only difference now is that i do have structure behind the things that i tend to do now you know and i'm like you know how i set myself like as far as like the podcast as far as like the music and you know i think there's a process and like the structure as to how you achieve certain things and like to me at at that point i never knew it but now i do have structures to how i want this narrative or the story about I wanted to to unfold you know i think it makes sense for me in that sense to say you know um i think i've said a lot <laughs> for the past six minutes i've been talking about jayco and my love for music and i can still go on and on about jayco i don't I like i've listened and i've watched uh, a few documentaries by him of course and it's like yo like i truly like him for who he is and the music i appreciate it and for that reason you know apparently has to be the song of the day i have a story not really have a story but i have memories where i like remember myself in my aunt's place because i used to stay with my aunt when i was like listening to jayco music specifically apparently when it came out it was playing on the dish and it was like changing from school and i was singing along to that and you know my friends like you know big thing even you know I went through that phase and if I could put a, a song or if I could put a song to a phase in my life apparently it would be one of those songs where you know I st- like it would be one of those songs I'm like oh this song made a lot for me in that phase I don't know if that makes any sense to anyone but yeah how are you feeling again do let me know how you feel on the comment section and if you want to share a beautiful story do let us know and we'll have you as a guest on our podcast and for sure ask you a lot of questions you know a lot of people want to know share your story maybe someone might be going through the same thing that you're going through and you know it's still sad man um the cape town that cape Consular university of technology the student who got stabbed man that's very sad the dbb consistently keep on going on and i think 
years and years and years to get a movie. There's a lot that has to be done, but you know, slowly but surely, I think we'll get to where we want to get as a nation because I think with with conversations that we are having and we see and we acknowledge the wrongs that we be the females, be the males, that we like, oh, this is like toxic side of me. He is toxic. I am toxic. And we start to have those conversations. I guess it gives us a bit more over understanding of the people that we are working with and how we make sure we'll see the next the next decade individuals or men that the men of this society don't go through or like we have less chances or high chances or less chances rather of having that high level of GBU in our county you know it saddens me each and every day to find out that there's a man who's got their girlfriend or the girlfriend that they bought with or vice versa you know it's it's very sad man yeah but we are nine minutes into the show the song of the day by the way it's apparently by J. Cole is it apparently is it apparently it's up to you man uh by J. Cole it was released as a lead single for J. Cole's album post he'll drive which was released on 2014 the song currently sits at 29 oh 200 i'm sorry Ooh, 295 million in spotify alone you know um i think it's a beautiful song it deserves to be on that i don't know if those are bought or like monthly listeners but you know i think the song is very dope man yeah let's talk about it you know uh, a couple of days a tweet came out Katla Hompela is working in Medrand VW. So for those of you who don't know who Katla Hompela is, Katla Hompela used to, Kilampela used to play for Sundown. Used to, he is, he like, he, he, he was the dude. He was like the lodge back in my day because when I was coming up, Kilampela was like one of the people that, you know, as an upcoming soccer player, you look up to. Yes, I did play soccer back then, but you know, that's not about me. Katla Hompela used to be that lush, lush of the day. He used to be that guy, you know. Mafana, he did wonderful. You know, I don't really have the numbers. I don't know if you guys are interested in the numbers, but I just want to cover the story. It, you know, might have been going on a few days back in the internet. And I, I didn't want to jump on the hype as well because everybody was just all over the story and was talking about it. And I was like, oh, I'll just give my perspective later on in the podcast when we guys... Ah, to meet, you know, and I think today made a sense to me to talk about him. He is a sales rep in Midrand, in VW Midrand, you know, they had a profile up. He also had his profile up. I mean, you know, he, he was making bank, you know, like any other successful soccer player. I think they were making bands. Some point, he was at Bafana, some point, Sundowns, you know, he was really, really doing good for himself. And like, life happens, I understand, man. And for him to have stood up and say, okay, like maybe I didn't make the right investments in life or the salary was not that great or was not financially. And again, I don't blame anyone. Like no, none of us are born with like financially literate, financially, literate, financially literate, you know, we don't all, we are not all raised into money. So you don't like automatically know how to use money. You know, some of these skills you need to, go out there get those skills you know learn how to use money respect money let it work for you and you know like a whole of that it's a skill on its own you know and i think maybe Kilampela might have been in this situation where he didn't really have the financial literacy 
and he didn't know how to invest his cash and it might be vice versa that he liked cars like people say and he was like oh this really makes sense you remember even the beast he was like ah oh, whenever i retire here i'm going to work at fidelity and it's like okay he's making bank and he's going to work fidelity now it's just feeding into something that he always wanted to do it's not necessarily the issue about money it's just the love of something i always wanted to do this i wanted to do this i'm like set for life and i just want to do that for the fun of it i've always wanted to do it it always was like something i always wanted to do and if Gata compella is in that case and he's like got his finances straight and i think it's wonderful because he's doing that he's always following his passion or whatever that feeds him or the burning desire you know i think it makes sense for me i think i really appreciate and love the people who are courageous enough to follow their their dreams you know um if if, if it's financial literacy and i think it, it takes true character for someone to stand up and say you know i fucked up with a lot of like sorry excuse the language i am sorry for the language it was messed up that i used the money that i used like how i used the money but you know it's life we continue we wake up we start to be better people and i think for him to be like okay i made those mistakes and i don't care what the media says but i'll just lift myself up and like take a day take it a day at a time you know take it a day at a time i did what i did and i've learned from it and i intend to grow and build something out of every day that i'm i'm being given in this earth and i really admire him for that and i appreciate him too you know for doing that not a lot of people have the guts you know you know i think about when i got to listen to gacha from pella's story it was like oh like you know how many people are killing themselves because of what they are going through the suicide rates and everything that's going on you know what i mean and i'm like well it just takes a lot for people to be like oh i'm not gonna kill myself like it's just a phase of my life that i'm going through i'll be fine we'll be fine we'll make bank and like it takes a lot for people to be in that place or platform to be like oh okay now i got it in me and i'm capable of being this person that i think i am in my mind you know despite the challenges it takes a lot so shout out to him that he didn't you know go into like suicide mode and he's like oh, i'm killing myself because of that you know it takes true character for him to like stand up and man up and be like oh, i'm gonna make something out of this to make lemon out of lemonade to make lemon out of lemonade to make lemonade out of a lemon you know? i think that's how it goes but yeah that was interesting to see you know and to anyone who's going through a lot man uh may god be with you man i know like life can be tough can be hard can be so many things that can be wrong but you know never give up man keep on praying talk to the lord and one day those doors will open and you know i hope that you also pour the same love the same compassion that you the lord has poured into your life you know i'm not in the greatest space in my life at the moment you know i don't have it all figured out i don't have a lot of the things that my friends do but i appreciate the little that i have and i'm willing to give the little that i have to the people that have less than what i have you know i think if we can show the love that we want to get to reciprocate that and like someone was saying before the interview he was saying 
the the kindness that you put out in the way in the world has its own way of coming back to you or a funny way of coming back to you the kindness that you put out in the world is a funny way of coming back to you karma you know he was saying that i was like oh that's so that's, that's so profound you know and I, I believe in that and i want to it's not easy but i want to live my life in that direction fighting always man i think that's what i'm fighting for each and every day of my waking hours and i'm appreciative i might be going through some things but i'm really appreciative of every moment that the lord has given me in this earth and i want to have impact and i bring impact and i bring value to the people that are listeners to the podcast man and i hope that you really see what we're trying to do with this thing and you know i hope that the lord does more for you in this moment of darkness you know pray my brother pray my sister it'll all be okay for those of you who just joined us i'm your host this is my to call me daddy like cairo to call me daddy like cairo listen we are headed to an ad break when we come back we'll touch on what mr beast was doing let's meet after the break Welcome back to Backroom Convos. I'm your host, Lesako M. Daddy Wadi Pod, aka Shoot Your Shot. And maybe you might get a chance to call me Daddy that camera. Listen, if you're a fan of Pod, stay tuned because you might like what we're cooking. On today's episode, we, we, we touched on a lot of things, including Gatla Hompela, Saga. We touched, we are going to touch on Skomata, Shebi Shed. Mini Lamini, currently trending. We'll touch on that. Even the Migos. And now, uh, also remember that we also need to touch on the 100 walls that Mr. Beast built in Africa in about how many countries? One, two, three, four, five countries that he built those walls, you know, and 52 of those were in Kenya. And he also did some improvements in some of the schools. But before we get into that, the song of the day is apparently by J. Cole, which was released on 2014 uh, as a lead single for the album Forest Hill Drive. And it currently sits at 295 million on Spotify. Do let us know what you think of that song on the comment section. And please do not forget to follow, rate, and tell us what you think of the episode. And to get a notification for each and every time we drop a new episode you know um yeah let's get into it then yeah so for people who don't who, who, who don't know we did actually touch on the gatla uh, compare thing earlier on in the episode um so now i want us to talk about the the hundred walls that mr beast built in africa you know yeah, I had Mickey was talking about it as well. Uh, I think what Mr. Beast is doing is phenomenal. And as I saw after that, after the upload of that video, I think Mr. Beast has been doing a lot of great things, man. And I think you can kind of like see how Kama works in his world and you like see like the work or the love that he puts to people who have less and how that he gets that back, you know. Um, you can kind of see in his life he's always getting more he's, he's you know and i love the fact that he's always pouring 
to other people and bringing value to people's life you know and kenya is one of the places that he built the uh, 52 of the 100 walls and some of the countries include cameroon somalia uganda and zimbabwe so yeah i think what he was doing is very great apologies for for the prep uh so upon releasing that video uh a clip came out on social media saying that yahoo is cancelling mr beast and i was like why though you know they were like yeah and i realized that it was fake news no such thing is happening because i went there and they're like nah. there were still stories about best beast in yahoo so if the cancellation is happening do let us know how that works because I, I don't really like know how it works make it make sense to me because i went to yahoo searched different terms and you know still mr beast is appearing i don't know the back end i might be wrong by, by saying what I'm saying, you know what I mean. So, but when I like, let me know in the comment section and like enlighten me how these things work. If they're banning him, how does that work? And why are they banning Mr. Beast out of all people? He's one of the nicest and like people who are doing the greatest things in the world. I don't understand. And people were actually mad when that video came out. They were like, they were like why is he being banned? Let's rather ban who That like, let's rather ban ban yahoo instead of mr beast because mr beast is pouring to the people you know and it kind of did and it sparked an it, it sparked the debate or it sparked the conversation on the internet to say well mr beast is just showing what he and given that the project actually took about eight months to complete all 100 walls in africa schools that didn't have the necessary equipment or infrastructure he helped those kids who were walking 10 kilometers to school he helped them and he bought bicycles and he was like this project doesn't even cost didn't even cost a lot you know what i mean and i'm like well what are we talking about here you know why why is there ban happening you know and i'm like well it's bringing so much shame to the government to say like yo government personnel what are you doing with the money this guy came a youtuber nohan came and did whatever he did and he said like this didn't even cost a lot you know what i mean and i'm like okay we see what william ruto is doing of kenya the president of kenya with and we've touched on the great stuff that he's doing in kenya on like a couple of episodes back for those who don't know just go back two three episodes back we did speak about william ruto which is, which he is the the president of kenya yeah so with the no visa no visa no visa thingy for for african countries so people from africa can visit kenya without having their visas you know so but also south africa has the same rule but for 90 days for those people in kenya after 90 days you have to go back refresh that come back there's a whole process behind it it's not all the way you know um yeah we did speak about william ruto and people were saying and i was like based on the information that i got on the internet on the research even that i was reading as like reading the minerals the everything how much is it's making on paper kenya looks good i must say it it, it looks very very good on paper so then i'm like oh well mr beast just did one of the greatest things and he revealed that what we see on paper it's not actually 
the reality for the people in Kenya. I don't know if like they they are not exposed to like relevant infrastructure to talk on like your platform such as YouTube or TikTok to be like no what you actually see doesn't actually benefit the people but it benefits all the core the 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 government officials but it doesn't do anything for the people on the ground. I think by so by so doing I got to see a different light of Kenya and I was like uh well what's going on here and I'm not saying that South Africa is perfect by the way don't get that twisted I'm not saying it's perfect but the fact that we speak about our problems you say like yeah like South Africa there's no trading like you must know before you come you must know what there's a corruption heck you know there's a heck, there's a, a whole lot of corruption that's going on there's a huge huge or spike in you know unemployment and there's a huge <laughs> rate of load shedding and it's all because of corruption we are you know at the forefront saying that like if you want to you these are the things you need to know about the you know it's not good people like they might try to like all the people they might try to make it, it look good on the net or whatever for like your tourism purposes to make it look good on paper but at the end of the day you know the people the voice of south african people is very louder than like all your media houses if i may say so myself because you may have people like trevor who are pushing the 33 allegedly ad to try and like bring in with hopes to, to get that back with um what you call this like tourism the tourism industry by so doing he is exposed to a plethora or like a lot of the people or a huge or like you know he has international audience if i may put it in simple terms he has a huge audience in the world you know by using him as a vessel to kind of like communicate what south africa what africa is about it's us winning and people knowing how africa and it's kind of like irrigating the narrative that Africa is a jungle and all that nonsense by using him in, in the forefront. It's just a benefit. We are just benefiting as a country from that because people get to see what our country is all about from the perspective of from the people from South Africa and like getting the story of South Africans from Americans. And you're like, ah, oh, that's not completely how this thing goes but yeah like you know so there's that part even so i really appreciate that you know the department of of tourism i don't know which department it was that was behind that but yeah i think that was a dope initiative it was very strategic i could tell from where i am and like how does these news even come about because I knew about the ad a month or two before that ad came out and I never knew anything before that and I'm just surprised that the ad even came out now but we knew about it like a month ago and I'm like how does this happen who is inside and feeding the media all this information like how does this work even you know it's 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 strange is it the, the, the government sites that are pushing all this and the journalists are taking that and like how does this the, how does the ecosystem and the the media work you know and how people consume information is just amazing and i'm like how do they take some and get you know like that entire thing i'm just amazed by it and i'm like wow this is amazing you know yeah on about it in kenya the government official shout out to mr beast for building all those hundred worlds in africa man shout out to the people that were also 
working with him in, in collaboration to make sure that the project becomes a success shout out to him and for those of you who didn't watch uh podcast and chill i think big g did mention you mr beast actually has a south african girlfriend and i've seen it before the podcast obviously because the friend of mr beast and someone had was on some podcast american podcast and he did say would see during covid they were this side the girlfriend there was a whole story behind it that's how i actually knew how mr beast as a, a south african government and you know that's how i actually knew about the girlfriend so yeah so on other news man uh pickle pickle pata pata that's okay my own cool cat man i want us to talk a bit about hip-hop you know like just just give it two minutes yeah so you know i think cool cat is what okay my own cool cat is one of like the people in the beginning i felt like he had a lot to offer like how a lot of the young people dress now the 2k is dressed now the influence comes from that generation naga okay madum kokhet and i feel like he doesn't own it enough to say like we the people who came who came with the fashion sense the style that these people the kids in brown are dressing it's because of the people i know there's people who might agree but i'm like we got that feel from okay malum kokhet the style how we rapped he represented culture you know like hip hop culture like the culture in general he represented it a in every sense you know and i still respect him even though like i felt like eh, the pickle pata 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 freestyle was work but he's still one of like the trendsetters even Kes at some point was jacking moves like aka was saying one of the songs he was like take your style for my loom cool cat it took your own style for my loom cool cat i don't know you see i think it's got a composure hold it now hold it now hold it now i think he did say what he was jacking one of his styles from okay malone cool cat so i think cool cat besides the freestyle i think he's a dope cat man uh the music is very it's, it's coming i'm still waiting for the album we should get it here and i, I haven't if it it came out please do let me know in the comment section because i've been waiting for uh that album and i was listening to amalobola the slow version of it i was like well so where is because we've been waiting on this guy to release Ushugele and we haven't received that album. It's surprising that we haven't released that, that, that album. I'm still waiting for that to hear that. And uh, at some point in his career, I did hear Guti, he was he was leaving rapping. He was going back into DJing. So so for people who don't know, like Kukhet used to be a DJ back in the day. Okay, Malum Kukhet used to be a DJ back in the day. But then he was like saying, "Ah, there's no money in hip hop now. You know, people are moving on to piano, and we are no longer getting booked or gigs in that sense. So I'm going back to DJing so I can do international tours and make that bread. And it made sense that you know, reason also like changed from being reason to seize with other guy and then trying to get the the piano back and being ghostwriter for DJ Maporisa Matumani. You know, so I get it." But I don't know how, how how like I don't know how much that was how much of that was true, but I was like okay, I can see this working for the sake of bread, but not the culture, but bread, and you know I think to stay relevant at all times to get bread, you always need to like reinvent yourself. I think one of the people that did that so well, uh, carried that so well, uh, is rest in peace, aka he did that so well. 
man uh scomot i see scomot is trending all over the dance man there's people who are killing it on tiktok i saw that and i thought we should touch on that the jala took in iplani song hey bro like i think i've i've listened to the original and i've listened to the shabby shit vision shape is it shabby shit i listened to the shabby shit vision and i was like oh this is Actually, nice. I think we might actually need a remix of this Iplani song featuring Shabby Shit. And to add on that, uh, I saw Guti Umsebenzi way to buy. Um, who's that guy? Uh, 929. Pasta 929 is coming out on the 1st of December. The album Umsebenzi way to buy Pasta 929. It's coming out on the 1st of December. Please do let us know what you think of that. I think the cover art is very nice. It's representing the culture of piano. And you know, I think it's doing well. It's doing well. Besides that, he's dating like young girls and stuff. And they do say Uguti Jafta is also like Pasta is not is 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 young, you know. But I don't know if he's really that young for 19 year olds, man. It's it's crazy. But yeah, it is what it is. We are touching on Kune. Kune people are saying mini mini specifically did did escape or bloopers of a tv something don't do it and it was leaked i don't know if it was leaked but they were saying good hey kune is still playing you was surprised and a whole twitter thing was going on kune must retire kune must retire and i'm like yeah i think now it's time that kune must retire or find something in like the coaching structures uh one more thing that we need to touch on i think we need to touch on is the main goals people the debate has been going on that uh since offset i think offset is on fire he's also one of the people that's going crazy with the freestyle the kid and the album that he just released i think he's on fire you know i think he's on roll and i'm like oh i like to see it and he did mention it to himself he's like oh i've actually taken off no pun intended i've actually taken off after i decided to go solo you know i've done so much since i've got solo and you know i've done so much and i i, I think in that line he was saying he's glad that he did it and Someone was saying, but you know, Offset is one of the, the hardest amigos amongst the amigos. He was like, yo, like he's one of, and I was like, no, he's not. Like, take off is like the ultimate, you know, he's like the ultimate. I think take off for people who listen to rap, who are into like rap, 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 they could tell the good take off was like the hardest amigo and he was like nice lyrically in every sense but i also see offset now is going on to that and i re- i'm really loving his pen and how he writes music nowadays i'm really really digging it and uh, i haven't got to a lot I've, I've seen snippets of freestyles i'm like i'm still going to sit on that and i'll let you know what i think about that what you think about the show so far do let me know in the comment section i'm your host listen forever daddy Pod, aka shoot your shot and maybe you might get a chance to call me daddy like cairo ah i think for a lot of the people that have been waiting for the moment the book of the day so the book of the day i haven't read the book myself because i'm still uh sitting with that book that i bought uh by the name of three little truths still a long book you know i think i did mention it four or five episodes ago that i'm reading that book i'm still reading it i'm still not done i want to also read i think this will be the book for tomorrow crashing it by gary v was released 2009 i think that's also a book that will be the book of tomorrow but the book oh the book of the day for today 
is power of being broke. How empty pockets, a tight budget, and a hunger for success can become your greatest competitive advantage. And the author of the book is Damien John. Do let me know what you think about that book. And don't forget to follow, like, and comment to get a notification for each and every time we release a new episode. I'm your host, Lissafa M. Daddy Wadi Pot. Let's meet on another segment of Backroom Convos. Let's meet tomorrow. Cheers.